love it. You're hired. I've already been Strip hired for people. like six weeks, Vince. You're rehired. That, what does that even mean? You're fired. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Two Rapples, Two Apples, the podcast where we talk about everything from professional wrestling to whether or not mayo is the most disgusting condiment that's ever existed. Mayo? It's basically egg whites. It's disgusting. See, it's but not, I like it's not egg whites. The mayo can... Isn't mayo just like oil and eggs? I don't really care what mayo is. I just know that it's sometimes like, it makes or breaks my sandwich. Or, or egg whites. I only put it on my sandwich if I need something to not make it dry because... I'm not trying to choke on my sandwich, but... You can have salt, pepper, oil, and vinegar for that. Or, or mustard. The biggest fault with mayo is that it's way too easy to over-mayo. And when you over-mayo, you destroy the sandwich. Uh, uh, is this sloppy? a wrestling podcast, or is this a food <laughs> podcast? Well, it's everything. Anyway... I mean, apples are in the title, so... You're an apple. I'll be your apple. <laughs> you're listening to us here on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples2Apples. It's Grapples with the number two apples, as always... I am William, a.k.a. the Poetarian. I am Jeremy. No shades. I'm not wearing shades today. I can't. I, I don't have the shades <laughs> persona on. Facto. And I'm Matt. What? Can't, what? We can't roll? Okay. No, no, no. Do nope, it right. Nope. So Matt doesn't work. So it's yeah. Maddie Bizzles in the streets. How's it going, guys? Double <laughs> Z, double E. <laughs> so before we get started, quick programming note. For those of you who have been listening... We are proud to announce that starting this week, we are moving into weekly episodes. So if you've only been listening to us for these few episodes, these last months, we're going to be doing once a month. Well, guess what? A little extra something-something for you. Once a week, every week, on weeks where we do pay-per-views, we'll be doing an additional one for that said pay-per-view that's going to come, that's going to go up the Monday following, just like we've been doing now. So every Monday following a pay-per-view, you'll get an uploaded episode. And once a week during the week, we're going to try, we're aiming for Wednesdays, is going to be when we upload our weekly episode. So look out for that this Wednesday. If you love to listen to us, you get to listen to us a lot more often. And if you hate listening to us, then what are you doing listening to our podcast in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> so today we are going to be reviewing, recapping, and talking about WWE's Super Summer Squash. Summer, Summer Squash 2018. Super Squash. Summer Squash. Squasher sure. Slam? Super Summer Squasher Slam Disqualification. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going to go over uh, WWE Summer Slam 2018. Um, let's just get right into it, shall we, boys? Oh, yeah. So dive had, right in. Let's, let's just dive right in. We had a long show. The, pre, the kickoff show started at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. We had three sh- uh, matches on the kickoff show. We started off with Rusev and Lana versus Andrade Cien Almas and Zelina Vega. How do you say Almas with a Spanish accent, but you say Andrade? I'm trying to, like, find <laughs> a middle ground, because, like, you always give me flack. For being... I, people give me flack for pronouncing Spanish things 
with the Spanish accent. Who cares? It's a Spanish name. You pronounce it with a Spanish accent. I know, I, but then I feel awkward. But then awkward, you go, Andrade Cien Almas. I can see you listening to I me. I love that you do it in a Spanish accent. I hate when you're lazy or you're being halfway with it, and you're like, Andrade Cien Almas. It's like the whole Sin Cara thing. All right, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. So, so let me... Sin Cara. He's like, oh, Zelina Vega. <laughs> So allow me, allow me to to re, please. Okay. <clears throat> so the opening match was Rusev and Lana versus Andrade Cien Almas and Zelina Vega. There you go. What? 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 Um, seven minute match. So there was a little promo with in English beforehand, um, and he didn't factor into the match, which I'm kind of happy about because of the outcome of the match. Um. The outcome pretty much was uh, Almas and Rusev were doing, doing stuff something on the side. outside. And then um, Lana, got, like, Lana got rolled up by Vega, and Vega was too short to catch the ropes. Yeah, she, so. because because of her stature, she was she missed the rope once. Trying like, to she tried formal. it again, and then like on, when he was coming down for three, she got her legs on the ropes. She's like, oh, perfect. Well, she got it. I mean, I, I did call Lana eating the pin because, you know, you did. You she did. is, her, uh, at least both of the women would be the, it wouldn't derail the men's momentum. Right, right. So, uh, you don't have almost when, the, uh, uh, eat the pin, you don't have Rusev eat the pin, you have, uh, either one of the ladies, and if it was going to be anybody, it was going to be, uh, Lana, who was probably the least experienced in the match. Yeah, makes sense. I had, um, Rusev and Lana winning, but they lost, so that was my first L of the night. Don't worry, you don't eat that many. That's true. Well, we'll, we'll talk about <laughs> the predictions when you know we're done with everything. But this was one of Jeremy's few wins on the night. I started off strong. No, that's pretty much that. <laughs> <laughs> and by strong, I mean uh, it was the first match. <clears throat> what I liked about it was that, like I said, Aiden English was a non-factor because now they can't really use him as an excuse for why they've been losing matches. Yep. Now they just lost because they lost. So, but then that kind of leaves. Well, they curiosity. had a backstage segment where they were like talking to him. He's like, "Oh, I have the best song," for, and they're like, "No, right." <laughs> so now, what's going to happen with them come Tuesday? Because you can't blame them for losing on to um, you know, tonight. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. You guys will be there, so we'll see it live. Yeah, thanks. live, live, live. SmackDown live. What? All right, cool. You guys feel yeah. right yourselves now? Boom. And you'll be there for two. You gonna stay for well, two so live or no? Oh. No. <laughs> we have a podcast to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so following, that's a nice segue. Um, the second match of the pre-show was the Cruiserweight Championship between Cedric Alexander and Drew Gulak. No Spanish names necessary here. Um, <laughs> There's no accent in Gulak. <laughs> um, pretty standard match. The, um, the only thing that I'm kind of tired of is... Um, the Spanish fly seems to be like the official move of the entire cruiserweight division. I can't. So I watch 205 Live on a semi regular basis, and I feel like there's always at least one match that features a Spanish fly. And don't get me wrong, I think it's a cool move, but it's there's starting to. Yeah, right. I don't want to see it in every single match because then at some point it's like, all right, yeah, whatever, cool. It's like, yeah, we get it. They're high flyers, they like right, high flying. Like, cool, Spanish fly, awesome. do something else. I don't know. Plus, once you see Will Ospreay do it, Tamari Scroll on an apron, it's kind of... Vince is like, oh, Hunter, make sure they do it every week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The finish featured a nice little botch. 
That Corey was a Cedric. botch. I mean, it's a botch, it but it was also it was a miscue. It was a botch. Cedric went for their crucifix and he missed because he over over jumped. Yeah, yeah. He, he went too far over Gulak, and then Gulak kind of had to like hop himself into Cedric's <laughs> arms. Yeah, but he pinned he. All right, so they, it was a botch, but they recovered nicely. Or in terms of uh, Gulak actually pinned Cedric, mm-hmm. and then Cedric, uh, or as Double Z Double E was, it was Cedric. 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 Cedric pulled him over into a, another pin, and then got on top to secure the pin. Right. For uh, what you call it. So Cedric retains. Move on. Nothing. He, he retains. Whatever. I kind of expected this. That's why I picked him to retain because mm-hmm. there's no heat to this. I think. I think we talked about this at the last um, on the predictions episode. I think they're waiting for something else before they put the belt on anybody other than Cedric. I'm hoping it's Leo Rush. We'll see. Unfortunately, it didn't pull me to want to watch 205 Live. See, and that's the problem, is that, like, if these are, like, their advertising matches, it's not really pulling people in. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think their WrestleMania match between Cedric and Mustafa was a good match and could have served as a good advertisement, but they didn't give him enough time. Mm-hmm. It was just an average match. But it's unfortunate, but what can you do? Um, the next and final match of the kickoff show, show yeah. was the B team, Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas. B team, B team, go, go, go. 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Defending. The <laughs> you just don't like Bo Dallas. I don't, but I don't like this team either. Um, they defended their Raw Tag Team Championships against. Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder, the revival. revival. You can never remember which is which. Uh, Scott Wilder Dawson has the hair, right? Scott Dawson has the uh, facial hair, bald head. Yeah, and Wilder has hair. Has hair. Okay. I don't know. Some what, hair, not a lot, right? Well, but he has hair. Sure. Both of them have dad bod. Anyway. Womp. I wanted the revival to win. I wanted As did the I. revival to win. I had them picked, and but that didn't. I picked the B team because. Vince logic is Vince logic. This is true. Um, this was a, okay. So pattern that we noticed after the fact was all three matches on the pre-show all ended in, in a some sort of roll-up pinning situation. No mm. one hit a finisher. No one was a clean one, two, three. No finishers were hit, but they didn't win okay, with their finishers. Yes. Is what I meant. Because I was gonna say um, the revivals, uh, the tag team match literally started off with the shadow with the shadow machine. machine, right? And it's, they're the, actually the only ones who hit their finishers in the pre-show. Rusev did not hit an accolade or a Moshka kick. Andrade uh, did Lana not... tried hitting the uh, accolade, but she never got it in. No, no, she tried. So it was like it was an attempt. Um, neither Vega or Almas hit the double knees or the hammerlock DDT. Cedric did not hit the lumbar check. Oh, Drew, Drew he kind did of hit did the, the gulag, the, the gulag um, but it was on the ropes. Yes, yeah. right. So he never really had it in clean. So there was like no one really hit their finishers until the shatter machine, mm-hmm. and so I kind of liked how they used it. They used the shatter machine to eliminate Curtis from the match for the majority of the match, and it was just Curtis Axel. Um, I'm sorry, it was Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas in the ring. Yeah, it was just Bo Dallas in the ring getting his. But beat. Yeah, 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 they, they uh, basically uh, isolated them. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is, you know, tag team wrestling, which is what the Revival's good at. Um, old school tag old team school wrestling. Old school tag team wrestling. No flips, just fists. There you go. And burials. Oh. Dun, 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 dun. Eventually, Curtis... The burial wasn't until later. <laughs> <laughs> which one? 
Summer Squash 2018. <laughs> um, eventually, Curtis did come to at the hot tag. Um, and the finish was there was a small package. Yes. Uh, Scott so Dawson. Small, Dawson. Had the. No. Yeah. Yeah, Bo, Scott Dawson Bo had the. Uh, Wilder. Wilder, yeah. Dawson gets a small package on Curtis Axel. Bo Dallas falls back into the small package, which then reverses the small package, and Curtis Axel picks up the pinfall victory. And once again, they win by just random luck. accidental luck. And that was two L's in a row for your boy Jeremy. So after the pre-show, I was 2-1. and one. And I had to take my first L as well, which blew. But by the end of the pre-show, my brother Hugo was 3-0. and oh. It did not stay that way. <laughs> <laughs> so we opened the main card. And if it wasn't for the New Day, he would have had his way. Oh, the controversy of the New Day. Um, to him, at least. It was basically controversy all night. Um, so let's go to the uh, main card. Yeah. Uh, they open up with um, the Kingslayer, the Architect, uh, what else? Uh, mach- it's machine type names they gave this guy. I think that's it, isn't it? Tyler Black. No. No? Nope. Nope. You can't do that? Black Ring of Honor. Oh, poopy. Okay, so we had <laughs> Seth Rollins <laughs> taking on the reigning, defending IC champion, Shawn Michaels, featuring Diesel. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler, uh, excuse me, had uh, Ziggler and... Um, Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. McIntyre. And Ugh. Seth Rollins had the Lunatic Fringe. Is he still going by the Lunatic Fringe or is he just the Lunatic now? Uh, I think he's just going by the Well, I mean, Rollins said he needs to have a Lunatic in his corner. Mm-hmm. But I don't... I don't know if they mentioned they call... him as a Lunatic tonight. Right. Um, I'm sure they could still call him the Lunatic Fringe because they love that nonsense. Yeah, okay, so... He... Interesting tidbit, I'm sorry. Before the pre-show started... Um, on WWE Network, they were playing old SummerSlam matches. Uh-huh. And it was Brock Lesnar versus Kurt Angle at SummerSlam 03. And at some point, Brock started losing his mind. And he's like throwing the ring sets, blah, blah, blah. And they say the lunatic fringe referring to Brock Lesnar. And I was like, what? Interesting. They're going to send Paul Heyman to assume now. Uh-oh. I was like, it's over. They tried this. Like, 15 years ago. Like, I wonder. This is interesting to me. I was like, were they trying to find something for Dean Ambrose? And someone just happened to be watching that match that week and was like... Is the recycle bin? Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, someone was like, you know what I watched the other night, Vince? I watched that match with Brock and, and, and Kurt, and they, you guys called him the lunatic friend. We should use that for Dean. I love it. <laughs> You're hired. Give him giant traps and have him come. I've already been hired people. for like six weeks, Vince. You're rehired. That, what does that even mean? You're fired. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're hired. Vince t- suddenly becomes uh, Jay Jameson. What is happening? Like, what? So, so, so Seth and um, Dolph, like I've said this before, they have good chemistry together. Mm-hmm. They put on a really good match. Yeah. Um, there was a, a moment where like Seth got like dropped. I thought he was going to die? No, Seth didn't get dropped. He was doing the suplex to Ziggler, and he couldn't... Um... Oh, did the reverse. Oh, yeah. oh, the suplex thing. Yeah, so... The inverted uh, suplex. So there was the inverted suplex that was on the turnbuckle that that 
Dolph ate. Yeah. And then there was, yeah, and then there was that, like, it was a suplex. So there was another suplex. And was going from inside the ring to outside the ring. And it looked like Dolph was supposed to land on the apron. Yeah, but I'm saying that's what that's the spot that I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. And then Seth looks like the back of his neck caught the top rope. Yeah. That looked ugly. But um, I, they were both fine with that. I yeah, they gonna, seemed fine. The uh, the inverted suplex off the second rope, uh, and then uh, what was Devon's finisher? That that was his uh his finisher. I don't remember the name of it. When he was the Reverend. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Saving Grace. That's what it there was. You he go. used to pick them up in the uh, Saving Grace. So it was basically yeah, uh, that's an pretty inverted, much what he ended up doing. An inverted so, lifted DDT, basically. Oh. Um. So he hit that, and I thought that was a, I don't know, I thought, was Dolph, dope. I thought Dolph was gone. Um, <laughs> it was a, um, you know what, this whole pay-per-view, it wasn't a bunch of false finishes. And that surprised me, because you yeah. know WWE, and they love their false finishes. True, true. Um, but they had... Uh, no, that's a good point. I knew they love. They had Dolph Ziggler run Seth Rollins' head into the middle turnbuckle. Mm-hmm. No, the top turn buckle. Top turn. Mm-hmm. And he he ate that. And he he instantly got busted open. Started leaking immediately. So I was like, oh, we got a, a bleed in the hard way here. He hit yeah. the turn buckle, got zigzagged, and that's when we see the blood. Mm-hmm. Kicked out of the zigzag. Yeah. Kicked out of the zigzag. And then we had... Um, Dean Ambrose got chucked into the steps, right? Yeah. Uh, McIntyre threw Dean into the steps. Yeah. Um, some more action in the ring between... Um, I'm struggling with names today. I don't know why. Dolph. Uh, Seth and Dolph. Thank you. That's who we're talking about. Boy. Whoa. And then, and so... If you could forget again, it's just Shawn Michaels. It'll <laughs> apply to either of them. To either one. <laughs> so then McIntyre gets on the apron at some point, um, and Dean takes him down from the apron, gives him, like... He kind of takes like a running him. start like he's going to do something. Oh, but he just kicks him kicks to the midsection and then a dirty deeds. Because Drew McIntyre is so freaking tall, right. I thought the spot was supposed to be he pulls him off the, the apron and McIntyre's supposed to hit, you know, the apron, like, you know, normally. Right, right, right. But because he's so tall, like, he bent down and he was still, like, <laughs> a foot away from the apron. And he's like, oh, okay, dirty deeds. <laughs> That's it. So he hits the dirty deeds and then... Um, so while this is happening, Seth Rollins is a little distracted. So he's paying attention to what's going on. And Dolph's like, yeah, turn around. You're going to eat this sweet chin music. You're going to eat this kick. Yeah, yeah. He turns around. And before Dolph can hit him with the super kick, Seth hits Dolph with the super kick. Runs to the corner. And then Michael Cole with his King Slayer stomp, whatever. I don't know what he's calling it. Yeah. But his- Seth hits the, the curb stomp, what we call it. And that was one, two, three. New WWE Intercontinental Champion. And more importantly, Rollins. No Dean Ambrose heel turn. Yep. Yet. Yet. Bum bum bum. Because they were saving the heel turn for somebody else. Spoiler. Ooh. So. Let's see what happens tomorrow. Moving on. Uh, Let's go to the next match that we had on the card. Was which it was the, tag the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship match between B Squared, yes, and God. the New Day. The New Day, baby. I don't even like the New Day, but their catchphrases are fun. I love um, the New Day. I just I wish they would have done like a like one of those cool entrances that they randomly do. WrestleMania, baby. Yeah, that's they true. Save it all for the Mania. 
the Super Saiyan thing was awesome. This is one of those blink and you can miss the match. Yeah, because the bludgeon. Okay, here's the thing. I love. I think like Harper's a really good wrestler, but stuck in this tag team, I feel like he's just lost. Like this, the Bludgeon Brothers as a team are so bland to me. And it could be that they're this gimmick that they have that just doesn't work it's, for me. Which has been played. Yeah, so many times. It reminds me pretty much of a uh, Kane and Big Show. Remember when they, they were a thing? At least Kane is an interesting character. Yes. I don't feel the same way, but I understand. Well, Kane has right, been a big... My thing is, like, character. you pair two big guys together, and they just go on a tear, and that's it. Yeah. It's boring. It's played. Yeah. Uh, you also have a team that should be like that, because they were like that in NXT, but on Raw, they're teaming... Oh, with, AOP? Yeah. <clears throat> what they're doing with AOP is a friggin' joke. It's a That's travesty. Authors of Pain. That's for those who don't can, know. I do a whole like segment of them, but I'm not going to. But yeah, um, I mean, it was a... It was a relatively, like, quick match. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm pretty sure it was under 10 minutes. So, it's whatever. Um, the New Day won via disqualification because Rowan hit... One of the New Day members, I think he did Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods. With a sledgehammer. Yeah. Or, or their, the their mallet. mallet, I'm sorry, or whatever. So he hit him with the mallet. You don't want to say sledgehammer, Triple H will come out. <laughs> no. <laughs> if you say sledgehammer like three, three times, times yeah. he comes out and buries you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he spits in your face, pedigrees yeah, you. Yeah, got it from me. I was like, <laughs> you, you go to the bathroom, you turn the lights up, you say sledgehammer three times, Triple H's music hits, spits in your face, and buries you. <laughs> <laughs> All you hear is, it's time to play the game. No, please. Oh, no. Done. That little shower of uh, water comes out above your head. Oh, God. And that's where he appears from. As the the water evaporates. I don't know what they're going to do with this now. Like, do they continue this feud? I mean, you have to think they have to because they won by DQ. They're going to. All right. So, I don't like this feud. Um, They don't have good chemistry together. Mm-mm. Um, <sighs> this is why the bar should have won the tournament. And I know you can't do heel versus heel, but you can't. But like whatever. But the bar's over as almost any tag team face. It could have had the bar go. We are the bar. We don't set the bar. We, we are the bar. bar. You know they could have won and then taken it off of these buffoons, and then they could have had a new day. Or Usos or Sanity because why bring them up if you're doing nothing with them? I think that um, Eric Rowan's holding Vince hostage. Like he has to have like nudie pics or something <laughs> like that because how is this man still employed is beyond me. I he has zero that. personality. He's has zero movement in the ring. He has zero personality. He can't wrestle. Did I say zero personality already? <laughs> I think you did. He has zero personality. So and I mean, I think like you just you gave him a, negative personality. You said Rowan, uh, not Rowan. Excuse me, Harper. Harper is good. He's a good Great wrestler. He's a good wrestler. We saw that when um, him, Wyatt, and uh, Orton were doing their whole um, Wyatt family. Uh, didn't he have a good match against AJ during that whole thing? Yes, yeah. he did. I remember that on SmackDown. Yes, he did. When they had their whole redheaded stepchild thing, and he was like, "Oh, you, Brandy Orton's your new toy. You don't love me anymore." <sighs> dun 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 dun. I don't know, man. But, um, yeah, uh, Rowan hits him with the mallet, and then uh, Harper Harper looks at Rowan like, yo, what are you doing, bro? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, we're still the tag team champs. Are they teasing dissension with the Bludgeon Brothers? Ooh, we. If they do, let them do it and fire Harper. (laughs) I mean, Rowan, sorry. I mean, we did talk about earlier, before we uh, started recording, Mm -hmm. that the WWE has to start making cuts soon. Because they can't keep these many people on the roster. Like, they just... I know it's NXT, but they just signed Matt Riddle. They signed Keith Lee not too long ago, who just made his debut recently. Like, they, they keep signing all these wrestlers. They can't hold on to all of them. So they got to start making cuts soon. So, break up the Bludgeon Brothers and Ixnay Rowan. No one will miss him. I promise. 86 Titus Worldwide. Get rid of Dana Brooke. Get rid of uh, you can't Titus. Get, you can't get rid of Titus because he does a lot of stuff for them in terms of promotional stuff and charity work. He's there like he's like the moral compass of WWE. Mm-hmm. They will not fire him anytime soon for that alone. Dana, I don't know. They, they saw upside in her, so they put her with Charlotte, and then they did nothing with her after that. <clears throat> I mean, she had some traction in, in NXT, but she was always just Charlotte's lackey. She needs a little bit more, um, a little more work in the ring. I, I she's she's athletic. She's athletic, but she's. She has a lot of miscues. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She needs, she needs some more work. She needs some more work. Her timing the is off. And her being, you know, just a statistician of times well wide isn't getting her more reps. Mm. So, I don't know. So, let's move on to the first of the, why we started calling this Super s- Squash. Super Squash, Summer Squash, <coughs> Squash Slam. Super Summer you wanna... Squash Slam disqualification. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, we get Ron versus Kevin. Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens. They were in the ring the for a Money in the Bank contract. Right? So Braun walked in as Mr. Monster in the Bank. If he lost in any way, shape, or form, he was going to lose that title, I mean that contract, to Kevin Owens. Now, I thought, oh, as I mentioned in the predictions episode, that this would be an easy out for the WWE. Braun does not, like, this is not for his character to have the Money in the Bank championship, uh, title contract thing. Oof. Um... And Kevin Owens definitely is someone who would benefit, and I can see him using the Money in the Bank contract. So I thought this was an easy way for them to have their cake and eat it too. I even, even so much so, even so much so that I convinced Jeremy, aka Shades, to change his pick. Boy was I a dumb dumb. Boy was I wrong. This was a squiggity squash match. Woo-wee. This was spaghetti squash. This was squash central. This was hipsters at Whole Foods squash. Braun this pretty was... much just came in and ate Kevin Owens for lunch, put it him was... in his briefcase, and walked down out. Essentially, I mean, it, it was nuts. He just smacked him around. He did the the outside thing where he like tackled him, did the shoulder tackle on the outside of the ring, <laughs> gave him the old power slam, and I mean, out of all the matches on the, on the card, this was the only one that was like, you know what? I mean, this and this could have been the yeah. squash match. Yeah, if you told me there's gonna be one squash match tonight, I'd have been like, oh, it's gonna be that one for that or Ronda and Bliss. Right, exactly. But I was like, okay, cool, that makes sense. But whoo boy, this was a Squash City Jones, and we were all, we were kind of surprised when it happened. Like we shouldn't have been, but we were all just like, "Really?" I feel like the uh, the Reigns Lesnar match was going to be a squash because Lesnar doesn't stay in the ring for more than five minutes. Well, we can we can get to that when we get there. Yeah, 
But we got plenty to talk about. J- just there. in terms of just yeah, yeah, yeah. thinking what was going to be a squash match. Right. I feel like they had the potential if they wanted to lean this in a little bit longer, they could have. Fair. But it was done before we could even think that. So Right. I think there was more time around the entrances than the match itself. Yeah. Uh, you know what? That's no. Fair. Let's wait. That is for another match. Okay. <laughs> so, next match was the triple threat women's match for the SmackDown uh, Women's yeah. Time. Mamela Flinchlair, Attorneys at Law. Attorneys at, at Law. Dun-dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun. Um... When Becky came out, I was pulling for Be- I was pulling for Becky from the get go. But when Becky came out and I seen her attire, I um, thought definitively that she was gonna win because she wears the same attire every night. No, because this attire, if you are a nerd like I am, she was um, it was a, a giant homage to Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm not sure. She does it all the time though. As Aloy, like they did everything from like they painted on her focus. That's and her the only eye. thing that like her her makeup and her hair was different. But the singlet, she wears the same singlet. No, but I said she does wear her hair like that. She has done it before in the past. Okay. But like her, the colors of her, um, what do you call it? Her, she had the like singlet? a little jacket, like gear oh, thing. That like everything screamed Aloy, and it was an awesome nod. And Aloy is a giant champion for Sony right now because like she's. Their biggest, she's probably the biggest female first party um, lead character they have on their games. Um, Horizon sold really well, so for her to give a nod like that, like that, she, I thought she was going to be the champion for the night. Well, um, boy, did that not happen. Um, I wanted Becky to win. In my heart of hearts, I'm a Becky, I'm a huge Becky Lynch fan. I wanted her to win. There was a you deserved a champ at chance at the end when she was walking out. I expected and I thought Carmella was gonna win, and so we had we had ten people in a predictions pool. That, right. So um, before I start, we started doing this podcast, I had started a predictions pool that I do for all the big four, and so for this one we had ten people participating, and all ten of us, not a single soul, chose Charlotte, and all of us ate all kinds of L's for this match. Welcome to the, the, the club, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this was my second L of the night? My third for the weekend? I don't remember. But, um. so, okay. The match itself was not a bad match. Mm-hmm. It was a fine match. Was it great? No. It was fine. It was a little sloppy in places. Um, and I think part of it, now I could be wrong, you guys could disagree with me. I think because Lynch and Flair are a higher level of performer, mm-hmm. and Carmella is, un- is not, not on their level, <laughs> I feel it's like not even under the, the notch, the under right, level. Right. So I feel like maybe in their head they were trying to make sure that they they you know kept pulling her along and made sure that they were one cohesive unit. Mm-hmm. And I think because of that, it may have messed with the chemistry. Because I don't, I feel like throughout the match, although it wasn't bad, you can feel and you can see some of the sloppiness. I mean, at some point, Carmella damn near killed herself. She went for that that suicide dive, the tope suicida, onto Becky, and Becky just and hugged she, her the whole yeah, way through. <laughs> she she missed, yeah, completely missed. And if Becky did not look to the like uh, reach to her side and grab her, Mella is face planted right on that ramp. It. She was eating it. It would have been worse than when uh, what's his name, Joey Mercury, took that ladder to the head. And well, nothing's gonna be worse than that ever. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was stuff like that. And I just, 
I think Carmella was trying to up her game. Mm-hmm. She wasn't there yet. And I feel like the other two girls were, the two women, excuse me, were trying to, like, keep it together and it just wasn't working. Um, but, yeah, the finish was Becky started to get really aggressive, which mm-hmm. I thought was really great. Um, and she almost She gets had. the disarmor on Carmella. Carmella gets the ropes. She gets her closer towards the middle of the ring by doing a suplex of sorts. Gets her back on the disarmor. Her backsploder. Back it wasn't quite a backsploder. She had the, um, it was almost like a pump handle kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um... And then Charlotte came out of nowhere. Not from out of nowhere, but she came from behind, hit her with a natural selection. Mella rolls out. Becky gets pinned one, two, three. Not crazy about the finish. And I'm even more not crazy about what happens next. So, um, Charlotte gets the belt. They're celebrating. Becky's in the ring. Stands up. Looks her in the eyes. Gives her a big old hug. She's whispering her... twice, actually. They They did. She whispered her sweet, sweet nothings in her ears, gave her another hug, and then um, beat the holy hell out of her. I don't know if she beat the holy hell out she, of her. She, she, she threw gave her the business. She, she literally business. threw out the ring and threw her into a chair like, sit down, I'm coming for you. And, and she grabbed the bell and she was like, ah, ah, I'm coming. She was pissed. Oh, um, it was, I don't know. The crowd, the crowd gave it the biggest pop of the night for sure. 100% People were behind that, um, which, I mean... So here's the thing. I mm-hmm. think this was so out of the realm of expectation that people started to expect it. And when you're a fan sitting there and you're expecting this crazy thing to happen and it happens, you go you nuts. Yeah. I don't I think in hindsight we're going to see this is not a good idea. I think this is going to play out so, so Becky Lynch was always a similar character to Sami Zayn. And the fact that they were like these happy-go-lucky like ultimate faces. Like, I don't think you get more face than face Sammy and face Becky. And they turned Sammy heel, and it was kind of 50 50. And by the time he got hurt, people didn't care about it anymore. And I worry it's going to happen with Becky. Because I just, she's like a super face. And you have Charlotte, who has proven to be such a good heel. I, I mean, I know they're trying to subvert expectations, but I'm not a fan of the move. Personally, I'm not a fan of the move whatsoever. I. Eventually, I'm sure they would have had to give her a heel turn in the company. No, just put the belt on her. Not necessarily. I mean, not everybody needs to be turned heel That's or face. That's what I'm saying. Not uh, everybody. What they could have done was had them, what you call it, you know, had them hug it out and so on. Listen, I'm happy for the heel turn. It's something fresh for Becky, uh, but only time will tell if it's actually going to work or not. As you stated earlier, uh, it didn't work with Sami Zayn. It may not work with Becky Lynch. Right. What they could have done was they could have celebrated together, and then Monday night, um, excuse Tuesday. me, uh, Tuesday uh, SmackDown Live, uh, Charlotte Flair comes out, whole Empress, the Queen, the whole mm-hmm. thing. Uh, Becky comes out and is like, "Listen, you pin me, you know, let's do this, you and me, no Carmella," and they could have had a, you know, a good feud that probably. I'm excited to see. I would say it ends at. at you know, Hell in the Cell. Hell in the Cell is like a month away. It's um, but um, yeah, I would say it would culminate month. like their whole the, the, the blowout would be either Survivor Series or uh, if they do what they did last year at Survivor Series, it wouldn't end that way. Mm-hmm. You can just have um, it end at Evolution. Yeah, yeah, I think they could do a big blow up at Evolution and then do a Raw SmackDown match at um, Survivor Series. Well, they did that last year, so I that's, I'm I'm all automatically assuming that's what's going to happen. Raw yeah. versus SmackDown. Yeah. yeah. Um, champions versus champions. Yeah, two years so on and so forth. 
Um, they, I'm not a fan of this move, but you know, I'm excited to see where it goes. If they if they do it well, they do it well. If not, it's you know, such a cop out. Like WWE, they get lazy. They just think, oh, let's just, just turn them heel. Just turn them heel. But then the people who need to be turned heel, like Roman or like Cena ten years ago, they don't do that. But someone who doesn't need to be turned heel, like that's that's their go to answer for everything. Mojo, eh, turn them heel. Becky, eh, turn her heel. Zayn, eh, turn them heel. Like. You can't just turn everyone heel. Eh. Turn them heel. Sure. All right. Next match was... Next is the, what the I match? personally thought was the match of the night. AJ and Samoa Yes, sir. Huh. So, first things first. Jeremy, do you want to you wanna, you wanna start your rant? Or oh, no. Okay. You get a rant tonight or no? I don't... <laughs> I don't have it in <laughs> So... Jeremy's about to cry now. So we, we, we're all in agreement that the WWE Championship being put on in the middle of the show, essentially. If we're including the pre the kickoff show, this is the eighth match of the night on a ma- on a card that has 13 matches. Having the WWE Championship. Your most prestigious title. the Your legacy championship. Your most prestigious title. That was held by The Rock. Your most prestigious title. Stone Cold. Prestigious. Shawn Michaels. Title. Bret Hart. The most. <laughs> Bruno San Martino. Prestigious. <laughs> I think you're just saying words out of order. At the this point. Undertaker. Title. John Cena. He's right. CM Punk. <laughs> He's right, too. You know, these guys who had some. The Hulk Hogan. These who? guys. Who? <laughs> who? Who, brother? That's right. That's brother, right. brother, brother. That's right. Yeah. Um, you know, this belt that, that. This championship that has been synonymous with greatness that has leg that has legends behind it and you have it so early in the night and it's a travesty because du- just because it's on smackdown wwe treat it like it's not the biggest belt in the company i mean luckily i'm glad at least todd phillips mentioned that during the broadcast you know saying it's one of the most whatever or the most insert word he used uh, championship in all of sports entertainment. So I appreciate that at least Todd Phillips put the belt over, but... Yeah, but I just don't appreciate it as I'm putting them on at 8.30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this was match of the night. It was a really good match, and no one's surprised because we know that Joe and AJ could put on a, a really good match. We saw them, if you watched TNA back in the day, we saw them do it then. And, you know, if we've seen any of their work, even in WWE, you know they had it in them to do it again. And... They busted out all the stops. AJ hit the Styles Clash. Um, Even though he couldn't get his leg he didn't, on. He didn't get, he didn't get some more Joe's Samoa second Joe, arm. Yeah. But whatever. We saw a Coquina Clutch. We saw a Calf Crusher. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until Samoa Joe got oh, up on... You also got to remember that Samoa Joe signaled for the muscle buster. Yes, he and he, went, he set him up for it and didn't get it. Forgot about that. So thank ended you. Up, uh, what integrating him to the? He, that's mm-hmm. when he integrated him out to the outside, um, right. and then he got on the table and grabbed the mic, and called to Wendy Styles, mm-hmm. who was sitting a couple rows back with uh, her and AJ's daughter, daughter, and he said, "I made you a promise, Wendy, that Daddy's going to be home tonight, and I'm going to keep that promise." What? And then I'm going to be your daddy. No, he's, no, he's, he's, a, he's not he's going a, to, keep not to keep that promise. Daddy's not coming home, but it's okay. 
I'll be your daddy. And that's when AJ he who has, him, bro. was now busted open. Yes, he was. He was bleeding. He I guess he uh he went Super Saiyan and <laughs> just his hair turned blue and then beat up he dove onto the table and bam. He lost it. He just went after Joe. He um, hit a couple of people at, at ringside. Ring, yeah, the, like, the ring, the timekeeper. Yeah, and the, the timekeeper the and bell the bell guy. guy. He just unloaded on everybody, grabbed Got a the chair. chair, and hit him a couple times. And then uh, the, the, you know, um, cut to Wendy Styles, Who's I, yelling at AJ, please stop, stop it, stop it, stop. So he goes over to his wife, I'm sorry already, and the cutest this, moment. Oh my God, this, this melted my he heart. He picks his daughter up, and she's like, Daddy's bleeding. bleeding. Oh, and she instantly wants to go to her mama. <laughs> oh my god! Daddy's bleeding, and AJ's like, "It's I'm okay." And then she goes straight to her mom, and then he says something to the ref. I think you said that he told the ref, "I'm okay," because mm-hmm. he wanted to, uh, the ref wanted to check. Uh, Mike Hewitt wanted to check on him. Right, right. And he's like, "No, I'm good." They went to the they back. The belt, and then he was like, "Give me my title. Let's go." <laughs> and then uh, they cut back to Joe, who is fuming. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was not living. happy. He was storming up the yeah. ramp. Yeah, he was storming up the You saw a smoke coming from his body. He was <laughs> hot. Hot. Um, it just seemed to see what's going to happen on SmackDown on Tuesday. But, yeah, I mean, for this match, good match, terrible finish. Not crazy well, about the finish. What I like about the finish is that we got... I like that in terms it. of yeah. long-term storytelling. Of course. In terms of this match... Not a great finish. But we saw AJ get to a level of intensity that we hadn't seen before. That is going to cross over, theoretically. And now we can get this, like, real heat to this feud. And so for that, I like the finish. For what it will mean or can mean moving forward, I'm all for it. In terms of what it meant for this particular match, not great. But big picture, I think it's going to be the right... uh, It should be the the right finish. Yeah, looking back on this feud... um I, I think, even though this ending wasn't necessarily ideal going into the match, um, I think it gives us the opportunity to know, like, we can expect uh, a solid series of matches over the next cor- the course of the next couple of months out of these guys. Um, uh, I don't know if this feud's going past Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. I, I'd say it either ends at Hell in the Cell or the next pay-per-view after that. Okay. And... They're doing. They might do the Super Show, right? In the like first glorified house show. Yeah, the one October sixth. Hope not. I. I They're I, doing Hell in a Cell, and then that, I, and then yeah, that Survivor after Series is after that, right? After that is uh the Evolution pay per view, right? And then I think they're going straight into Survivor Series after that. Um, at that point, AJ would have held the the belt for over a year. Right. Um. Now, do they want AJ to hold this title for over a year? Yes, they do. I, I ain't gonna argue. I uh, think they want him to hold it until after the release of Two K Nineteen. Well, that's in September. So, oh, fair. is it? Mm-hmm. Right, is well. September? Mm-hmm. That's kind of early. About the same time last year, also. I thought it was October last year. Yeah, I think it was the middle of. They usually do middle of October. I remember when I was younger, it was the middle of November actually. But anyway, it doesn't yeah. matter. Um, going so into I'm starting. I'm, th- I'm I'm thinking about it now as we're talking about it, and I like that WWE does not do long term storytelling and long term booking. Not but, for a long time. They haven't. But think about the trajectory of AJ's character 
since Mania. Right? He starts the feud with Shinsuke. It's supposed to be just a right a competition between two competitors. Turns to a low blow. Turns to this thing where he gets to AJ's head. And little by little, AJ's been doing this thing where, like, the story of that was Shinsuke was getting in his head. I remember Shinsuke kept saying he's too emotional. He's too emotional. He's too emotional. Oh, you're too emotional. He's like, you're right. AJ, Shinsuke is right. I am getting emotional. And, like, so they were playing that story. Now we're here with Joe, and we're getting to the next part of that, where Joe's getting in his head even more so because of his family. He's getting even more emotional to the point where he went and got a DQ loss by beating on Joe with a chair. So I'm like, wait a minute. They're doing some long-term storytelling and booking with AJ, which is... Like, unheard what? of. Unheard of with WWE. And they're putting it in the middle of the card. Every time. <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah, they are. But you know what? It's four months, and we've gotten some character growth. I'm not going to complain too much. Who knows? Anyway, shall we uh, move forward, gentlemen? Next match was... Was it the Miz match? Yes, though. So the Miz... Eight were- years in the making. Oh, my God! Even um, though it's it's not going to be the end of the feud because of the way that no it won't unfortunately so the Miz versus Daniel Bryan in a match that they kept advertising as a feud eight years in the making this will finally you know prove who's the better blah 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 who has been carrying whom yada yada blah 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 good match not as high octane and entertaining as we thought I think part of that maybe we we're a little drained from the AJ and um, the small match? Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, but it, was, it wasn't it was a bad match. I didn't like the finish where... Um, so Miz gets knocked to the outside. Uh, Maurice pulls... Maurice. 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 <laughs> yeah, what is with you and not saying, like, I don't... Cedric, Maurice. Cedric. I don't like these people. I don't know if you <laughs> can't pronounce your names, that's why. Right. Right, that's, that's exactly <laughs> it. So she pulls a uh, something out of her... Uh, Undergarments, brazier, brazier, and uh, slips it into her husband's fingertips. Hey. And uh, Daniel Bryan goes for a suicide dive. Mm-hmm. He gets rocked in the face, laid out on the mat. Miz drops something in. back into. All right, uh, he gives it back to Maurice, who puts it his back wife's into her brazier, uh, brazier, her bosoms. And um, <laughs> he rolls up. Win one, two, three. That's it. It's over. I wasn't so I'm not crazy about that that finish. I mean, we saw, um, we saw Daniel Bryan kick out of a uh, they did a bit. crushing finale. Mm-hmm. We saw Daniel Bryan get out of um, a yes lock. Um, did we see a knee plus? No, right. You mean the Miz? The Miz was in a yes lock. If, if that sure, whatever I said, if that's not what I meant, then that's in not the reverse. Exactly so, what he said. We yeah. saw the Miz get out of a yes lock. Um, I don't think we saw any plus. No. We didn't see any plus. Um, but, like, you know, there was a good back and forth. We saw some some signature moves and finisher moves, and we saw figure four. We saw figure four get reversed. And, Whoa. okay, so I had picked Daniel Bryan because of the contract stuff. Right. And I said, well, we don't know what he's going to do yet, so if he's not going to resign, then they're going to give him the W just so he can be on his way. Mm-hmm. But then I heard, like, yesterday, or earlier today... This morning, yeah. ...that it's pretty much a done deal, that he's going to resign. Once I heard that, I said, oh, Miz wins. So 
that we can push this feud even further, probably Survivor Series, if not later. So I'm not surprised that The Miz won. He had to win this way, I guess, because this will propel the feud even further. Because then Daniel Bryan can say, oh, you didn't prove that you're better than me. You need to <clears throat> cheat to beat me. Fair. Well, they had a uh, backstage segment with him and Bree, and he was like, this is what I don't like. You know, this right. is what he does, and I don't feel like I lost. This is, you know. Right. Um, the feud isn't over. No. Uh, let's just hope they don't take another eight years to finish it. <laughs> um, but, I, I, I don't know, man. Um, do you think, you know, Daniel Bryan's time is better spent getting into the main event scene? Nah, let him do this. Let him do this while AJ does what he needs to do. Once AJ's done with Joe... To be honest, I don't else, like him in the main event scene. Not, not with... The other options they have right now. What other options? They have Samoa Joe and what you call it? And AJ. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Um, Just let him finish his Daniel Bryan stuff and then let him maybe do, maybe by then, I would not be surprised if we see an AJ heel turn at the end of all this. <laughs> and so then you can get to do DB versus AJ, face Bryan versus heel AJ for the championship at like Mania or something like that. I wouldn't be surprised if we see that. To be honest, I mean, am I going to be happy that AJ's holding the belt all the way to Mania? Absolutely. Um, just not happy about the heel turn, you know. I'm just saying that because of the aggression thing. If they keep pushing his emotional side and him being aggressive, and you know how WWE gets, they turn aggression into heel. So I'm saying I wouldn't be surprised if that's what we saw. Um, in in my opinion, I think this is what's going to happen. He's going to be aggressive, you know, the weeks leading up to whatever pay-per-view they, you know, this Ooh. finishes. Uh, then in the match, he's going to have that option to either fully go heel or fully, you know, unleash his anger and get himself disqualified. Or he's going to say, no, this is not what I'm about. And win it clean. And either win it clean or lose it because he tried to win it clean. So sort of similar to the Cena versus Bray Wyatt thing. Yes, where Except Cena had, a, Cena had a, you know, choice to use the chair against Bray, and Bray was like, yeah, it's bad. feed into your anger. Yeah. <laughs> you know, bad, dark side. Bad, bad Sith. Mad Sith. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens. This is definitely going to continue to go. Uh, we'll see where this goes from here. And I just hope we never see the Bella Twins on TV ever again. Um, moving forward to the second. Even Total Bellas? The second. Did you catch the bit earlier? The with? second. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Of our squad, I can't. But did you did you see the B team bit when when they when when Miz was going? Um, I think he caught a water. We were grabbing water or something. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. When Miz he, was going to the ring, right? And he was like, Ah, my old Miz Taraj. Right. And they were like, Yeah, we're getting our own TV show, Total, uh, Total Fellas, but instead with a B, Total Bellas. And he was like, Nerds. And that was pretty much the end of that. I was like, guys, this is um, probably the stupidest thing I've seen in. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you're Raw SmackDown. You're Raw Tag Team Champions. <laughs> I, you know, they're, they're so, like, they're ridiculous. They're dumb. I don't know. I, so, as I, I said, I before. don't like Bo Dallas. I was saying this before. Like, one day I love the B team, the next day I hate them. Today, I'm on the B team. As we get tomorrow, I probably won't be able to stand their guts. But today, right now, B team, B team, go, go, go. Mm so ridiculous. Drown me. Um, okay, next match, we had Baron Corbin, no, sorry, Stephanie McMahon's hand-appointed Constable Baron. Constable of Raw. 
Baron Corbin. And then we had go out. a surprise. Mr. And then we hear Finn Balor. The demon. Lights flash red. And then we have the Demon King, Finn Balor, come out. Now, when Finn does his whole uh, demon bit, he hasn't lost the match. Did I? Did anyone know he was coming out as a demon? No. No. If you said he was coming out as a demon, you're a liar. You're a you're a liar. <laughs> you're a liar, sir. He came out as a demon. Oh, everybody's happy. Oh, wow. We haven't seen the demon since forever. And then the WWE said, if one squash match is good, We're two is two. better. They had Finn Balor. <laughs> Get all demonic on 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 the constable Baron Corbin. Yo, this dude got lit up like a Christmas tree. I turned for a split second after the bell rang. I just hear everyone go, "It's a squash match!" And I go, "What?" I turn around and we're already shotgun drop kick, sling blade, like the we're already we in a, full... a shotgun drop kick to start the match. Then he hit him with a sling blade. Corbin rolls out of the ring. He hits him with a shotgun drop kick on the outside. On the sling blade, the sling blade outside comes back inside for I believe one more shotgun drop kick, coup de gras, one two three, match over. Well, no, no, he hit the coup de gras on the back of his head first. Oh yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then he goes up again because yes. one's not enough. Because you got to make the match last a little longer. He goes up for a second coup de gras and pins him one, two three. <laughs> now. His entrance was probably longer than this entire match. 100% it has to be. No one saw this this squash coming. Not at all. And it was by far the shock of the night for me. I mean, every mostly everyone picked Balor to win. Except me, because I'm dumb. <laughs> you said it, but not me. Um, but no one thought it was going to be a squash. I... However... Do you know who Baron Corbin... You know what he did last year at SummerSlam? He got squashed by John Cena. He got squashed by John Cena! <laughs> I mean, it was like a 10-minute match, but it was just a stretched-out squash. I w- if I'm Baron Corbin, I'm not showing up at SummerSlam next year. <laughs> I don't care who's doing what. I'm not coming next year, because he's going to get squashed again. That is mad. That is mad. He got squashed so hard. So hard. So now the question so is... So hard. What, so quickly. what do you think they're going to do with Balor since they decided to bring back reset the Demon? Button. It was the reset button. The Demon was, it him. was literally, I honestly think this was just, okay, let's just have him come out there, squash Balor, I mean, um, squash Corbin, reset, they, start all over until tomorrow. They didn't advertise anything for the Demon. No. So I, I'm I'm guessing they were back there, so, they're like, hey, this paint's, you know, expiring tomorrow, we need to <laughs> throw this on you, Finn. <laughs> So he, he he posted a photo with his with him in the the paint afterwards. Right. Um. Oh. I I don't know about you guys, but I stay off all of social media, especially during the pay per views. I yeah. really have and pay per view days because uh, that's how I found out that AJ was beating uh, Jinder Mahal for the WWE Championship. It was spoiled. Womp womp womp. So I. Oh, it was in the UK. 
Yeah. So I don't um I don't go on any social media accounts uh, for WWE on uh, pay per view days. Well, I mean, I only have. I would like to see Finn get a push to the main event scene. He so I would not be surprised that's what happens. So his history with the with the at least the universal title was he won it, he got hurt, he had to give it in the next night. Right. He was out for how long? Nine months? Longer? Something like that. Give or take. And then he came back, and he's been, what, mid-tier for the pet? For he's been in the mid-card scene, just hanging out for a bit. So he comes back. He's a demon now. Demon's only a once-in-a-while thing. Right, but why bring matches. it out now and br- bring it out for a squash match? SummerSlam. So only reason, SummerSlam. So you bring it out in the middle of the year for a squash match? That's Summer it? Slam. Just to, just for just in the middle of the year. So think about so, when he was in NXT, he only wore it for takeovers, and takeovers were... For the big four shows, and he won the title when he did that. Yes, yeah. I mean, yeah. He, I mean, but he also lost the title when he did that. It didn't matter. It wasn't about what he, what happened, the outcome of the match. It was just he wore it for takeovers. There were these big matches. That's when he needed to up his ante. Right. So SummerSlam, it's SummerSlam. It's one of the WWE's big fours. That's how he was able to squash Corbin because he channeled the demon. Blah blah blah. Fair. Blah, whatever. But we're not going to see it again until Survivor Series. I, I, I don't think. I don't earliest. think we're going to see it. Again, until a big pay-per-view anyway. But for him to bring it out, I think that's him upping the ante being like, I don't know, maybe they could push him into the main event scene if they want to. So I th- Especially going forward with the rest of the card. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I think it was a reset button. And so what we saw with the end of the night, I think he can go ahead and be like, hey, I never got my rematch. And we have a universal champion that I can... Fight that he actually had if, beaten. If he shows up, I'm trying tonight. not to give up the spoiler of the ending. Right, Gosh, guys. But the people who are listening to this didn't watch Summer Slam, Super Slam, Super Squash, Squash Mania, Super Squash, Super Squash, Summer Squash, disqualification. <laughs> I keep forgetting how we. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, so I think it's gonna be reset. But I think this is a way to get Baron. I mean, gosh, Baron Corbin. Yes, that's golly. That's who, who needs to push? I think this is Finn a way Ballour. to get Finn Bluer. Back up to the event yeah, scene. That's what I'm um, um, okay, so I want to touch on what Matt was saying, trying to get this right. You're saying that, and maybe you're saying this too, um, if he becomes the demon, that just shows he's more ready to get pushed into the main event scene? No. No, 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 no. no. But he's. I think he's been ready to be in the main event scene. I mean, they wouldn't have given him the opportunity to become universal champion. He, if they weren't not ready only for did that. they give him the opportunity, and they gave him the title, but un- he had to give it up. Unfortunately, he got injured. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't. The only reason they probably didn't put him back in was why? Because the universal champion wasn't showing up every week. Mm, no, the universal champion was showing. It was Kevin Owens. Yeah. Then he got squashed by Goldberg, and then Goldberg got squashed by Brock. Right, but they had plans for that. I'm guessing. Well, it all kind of happened. They didn't know that Brock was going to sign on. I mean, that um, Goldberg was going to sign on. How does this happen? They sign Goldberg, and then they just, like, hey, let's do this thing. Kevin to Goldberg, Goldberg to Brock, Brock forever. Right. So, so, <laughs> Balor's been back, and I feel like it's his time to get his title back. Yeah. Um, I just, I think what you're saying, and I think that the, with the way Matt was wording it is a confusion. Yeah. There is no I, connection between the demon coming out and him going to the main event. Yeah, that's no. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't say. I'm not saying that per se. I'm just. 
I find it weird that they th- just randomly throw it in. Just because it's SummerSlam. That's all. You're overthinking right. it. You're overthinking it. It's just simple. It's, hey, SummerSlam, big four. Makeup? Okay. Do it. Done. Sure. And that's their excuse for the squash. But anyway, I'm just hoping... I'm hoping he gets a push for the f- for the main event scene. I'm sure. We- I was hoping for it whether or not he had the face paint on. Right. But the fact that... I mean, the, the f- having the face paint on or off is irrelevant. It's the person that we actually want to see get pushed. Right. Finn Balor getting pushed is is what the fans actually want. Mm-hmm. They don't want Roman Reigns in the title scene. They don't want Brock Lesnar in the title scene. They, I mean, they do want Braun because Braun is over right now. Kevin Owens, people still love him. Yeah. You know, but he never got his rematch. Yeah. We'll see how this unfolds. We'll see how this unfolds. That's all we can do. Yeah. So now we get to the final three matches, all title matches. Um, next up was the United States Championship. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura defending his title against Jeff Hardy. Or, I'm sorry. Jeff, Jeff Hardy. Hardy. Jeff Hardy. Hardy. Jeff Hardy. Jeff Harvey. Hardy. Jeff Harvey. Um, so, um, this match, like, we all knew Shinsuke was going to win. It was a foregone conclusion. Conclusion. And the way the match ended, I thought, was so pointless. It was anticlimactic. Because Jeff hits the Twist of Fate, the Jeff Hardy version of the Twist of Fate, um, then the Swanton. Shinsuke kicks out. Mm-hmm. So then Shinsuke is on the apron. Nope. Jeff hits another um, Twist of Fate, and then Shinsuke You're right, I'm rolls sorry. No, 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 the yeah, apron. Yeah, yeah. Hits another Twist of Fate. Shinsuke rolls to the apron. Jeff decides it's, you know, let's do a Swanton on the apron because reasons. And he misses entirely. Dummy. Because he's a dummy. He misses. With his back already messed up because right. he's Shinsuke 40 goes year old in. Jeff Hardy. Kinshasa. One, two, three. Match is over. Match is and over. no one's surprised. And then we hear the lovely music. I hear voices in my head. From and we're DH. all like, all right, whatever. Let's let's do this. He comes out. Walks down the ring. Saunters down to the ring. And turns around and, and walks backs back. on out. Doesn't say a damn thing. For what? No. He likes smelling people. Uh, That's, was... I'm guessing what happened. So last week we had on Tuesday in the go home we had the, the creep behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably the creepiest. Like but he's watching me. <laughs> so he does that, and then today he just walks down. I see Jeff. Smells him. And walks on out. For why? What for? Why you do this? Right now it's like, you owe me a paycheck. Go out there and walk. What? Go out there, walk, f- and <laughs> walk, walk back. Me. <laughs> Is this a catwalk? Yeah. Sure, whatever. Here's my merch. <laughs> Bye, guys. Do they get paid for matches or for appearances? I think, per- well, it depends on who it is, probably. Because if he gets paid for just the appearance so, like, of walking down the, the oh, rock, Like the Rock uh, Undertaker... They get probably appearances. But I know that the regular full-timers get bonuses for being on pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. Now, are those bonuses for the matches or just for appearing on the pay-per-view? I actually don't know. I don't know either, because... Tell me Randy Orton just made bank just by walking down the ramp. He's Randy Orton, oh, most God, likely. Uh, Third-generation superstar. And it was a waste of my time. Whatever. That yeah. whole segment... Those 15 minutes was a waste of my life. Get rid of the U.S. title match. This card would have been the exact same thing. It doesn't matter. 
Completely consequential. We had squash matches all night. We didn't really care about it. So next on our Super Summer Squash disqualification show, we had Little Miss Bliss versus the baddest woman on the planet, Rowdy Ronda Rousey. Now in terms of kayfabe, this makes the most sense to be a squash. Yes. Because Alexa Bliss is two feet tall, weighs 16 pounds, and is a cheerleader. And then Ronda Rousey is, is a, a UFC former powerhouse. United, I mean, um, UFC champion, former judo champion. Like she's an Olympian. She's an Olympian. She's, she has every reason to murder Alexa. And in the Bliss. promos for the match, they showed her just destroying everyone that got in the right. Yeah, man, so woman, of, and possibly child. So in terms of even K-fame, the security guard got in terms scared. Of K-fame, it makes sense for this to be a squash. Mm-hmm. And you know what this reminds me of? And I mentioned this while we were watching it. This reminds me of Kevin Owens versus Goldberg, where Kevin Owens was like procrast not procrast- he was uh, prolonging the match, where he kept like going outside and then going inside and going outside. Like we knew it was gonna be a squash. They tried to stretch it out as long as possible. And I feel like this is what they did here. Alexa Bliss did her best to to stretch out the match, and it was just a it was just a, an elongated squash match. At some point, we got. The signature, at this point, signature, Ronda Rousey spinning Samoan drop thing. We got, like, 18 judo throws. And mm-hmm. yeah. the hand manipulation, some more judo throws. Before we get too far into the match. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, Can't get that far into the I, I know, but um, oh. they started with Natalia coming out wearing her dad's jacket. You're right. I'm and so they sorry. mentioned not only did she wear his jacket, but it was the jacket that he wore uh, at SummerSlam 20 years ago? Yeah. I think that's what they said. Something like that. Um, when he, the Hart Foundation won yeah, the 20 years ago was 98. So, I no. feel like it was longer, right? It, was, it had it to be definitely like, dirty. It was like 90. Years ago maybe? It was yeah. probably 90. It was Michael 90 Cole, I think, too. saying it, so it's probably wrong. <laughs> Who knows? Most likely. So, yeah. So, he, so she wore his jacket um, when, when he won the tag title. The that was Hart a nice Foundation. touching moment. I'm a little... Conflicted about it. They showed her come out. They mentioned it, and then they brought Bliss out and in, Ronda, in opinion, and the match started. They did not need to do this at SummerSlam. Um, they could have definitely opened Raw with that. Yeah. Um, or had the first female segment. Yeah. Natalia come out, thank the you know the universe for yeah. what you call it. But to have her come out and do nothing, just come out, basically come out, just exist, and then they had Alexa Bliss follow her. Not even Ra- uh, Rousey, not Ron, yeah. Just, yeah. just Alexa Bliss follow her was a little weird. Mm-hmm. It was. Um, but I have a, a couple of pointers on this, like a, a couple of things on this match, and then I'm basically done with it. Um, I don't want them to do with Rousey what they did with. Goldberg, where everything's going to be a squash, mm. and they're not going to have her actually develop. Gotcha. And then when she goes into the ring with, let's say, a Charlotte Flair, right? She is going to be exposed yep. and embarrassed mm. on a global stage. Mm-hmm. Um, this is why I was against her winning the championship. Mm. Now I understand your disdain for Alexa Bliss. I don't have a disdain towards her. I just don't. <clears throat> I just think she's overrated. I think her position is too high for what she's, like, deserving, in my opinion, in terms of what she can do. If you think that, then how can you not think that for Ronda Rousey? I'm not a fan of Ronda Rousey having the championship. I just know that it makes sense for Vince. I My whole thing, I never, ever, ever said, I want Ronda to win. I just knew that it was going to be her. I, I knew I, it because I know how Vince operates. 
Yes. Especially after Saturday. I would this I can give you at least five other wrestlers that would rather have the title on than Ronda Rousey or Alexa Bliss. For that, have Bliss holding the championship until Hell in the Cell and have the first female Armageddon in a cell, have all you know, the six top women in there and they duke it out and have Oof. Bliss drop the title then. Don't I'm totally have Ronda cool Rousey uh, who's had three uh, two singles matches. Or they do the same thing and have they put themselves Bliss in the corner. pin someone else, and Round Rousey never gets pinned for the belt. She so, still looks strong. Yeah, but Bliss if, gets the belt back. If you want, if continue. you don't want Bliss to have the, the belt anymore, mm-hmm. and I, which I feel is R- Rousey's too uh, green to hold the belt, right. you could have anybody. You could have um, Bailey hit the be- uh, belly to belly to belly. Um, Sasha Banks throws Bailey out. Yeah. They can they can reignite that feud. Right. You could have Ruby Riot in there who just came back from injury mm-hmm. and beat Sasha Banks. I mean, you can do a million things. You don't need to put Ronda Rousey is going to sell tickets on her own. Yeah. You don't need to put your championship on her. The problem is that when they brought over Ronda, they didn't have a plan in place for her. Mm-hmm. And so one thing after another, just because of how things fell, they backed themselves into a corner. And they ended up with this match that had to be done. And they go, well, now what are we going to do? You have to. Mm-hmm. Because you can't have Ronda lose this match. Because you can't have your big name UFC superstar who's on the cover of everything, doing interviews everywhere. I mean, they paint a freaking mural for her. <laughs> and then she's going to lose to Alexa Blitz. This is, you can't. There's nothing you can do. Once they got into a position where this was going to be the match, their hands were tied. But that's their fault for getting themselves into that position. It should have never been to a point where this was your title match. She never should have been touching this. Nia Jax should have never challenged her. Like, she should have been nowhere near the main event scene. She should have been tagging with Natalia for a while, let Natalia turn on her, and let Natalia get her developed into, into becoming a better scene. wrestler and then make her way up. You have... Now, I'm going to name some wrestlers, not all of them that I like, but you have Alicia Fox... You have Mickey James. You have Natalia. You have Sasha. You have Bailey. You have at least I just named five. You have Ruby Wright. That's six. And I'm not Sarah Logan and um, Liv Morgan. Now we're talking about eight. It's pretty much and and um, Dana Brooke nine. So you have nine other wrestlers, women wrestlers who are on the roster on Raw, who have done work, who have done time, who have a, probably a better stake. Nia Jax is ten to the title before Ronda Rousey. Half of those are good enough to at least be in a title match. Of those, two or three can hold it and be a credible champion. There's a million ways to get Ronda from here to there. And they botched it from day one. And they had to do this, and now here we are. (sighs) Is it the best way? I don't like it. But she can't lose the bliss. You You can't have her lose the bliss. Uh, another issue I had with the match was Ronda Rousey. Too much kappa during the match. Too much kappa yeah, kappa she was kappa. definitely talking way too much. In previous matches, her talking wasn't bad, but this time she just she well, would she, she was, was she kept trash. going and she would lose herself halfway through her trash talk. Like she was like, "You, we're ready for a new champion. Are you ready for this? Are you ready?" And then she would like start trailing off and then do a move. I'm like, "Uh, yeah." And trash talk. Not only that, but. She's yanking mm. Alexa Bliss. Mm. That could easily pull an arm out of the socket. Now, 
if there's anybody that can perform that move, it's Ronda Rousey. She knows what she's doing. Right. But these women don't know how to, I mean, at least I don't know. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. Don't know how to take a proper judo throw, especially the way that she's doing it. I'm sure yeah. her and Bliss have rehearsed a ton since they got into the program together. Uh, but she, I'm talking about she was yanking her up no, by the no, arm. No, no, yeah, you're right. Flipping her. I yeah. mean, is it, does it work <laughs> for her submission and whatnot? Yeah. Um, I thought if you're going to have the, you know, women's, you know, evolution pay-per-view, mm-hmm. you should have had the best versus the Bliss, which would be Trish Stratus versus Alexa Bliss. Which is the match that they advertise. Yes, yes the one they're advertising. as the greatest women's champion versus the, current, the champion. current women's champion who thinks she's the greatest, um, that would have been a lot more marketable, in my opinion. But it's also you Ronda Rousey. You put Trish in the poster, you're marketing. Like it's- yeah. But, I mean, we did have Shayna Baszler win on Saturday... And you know how lose on Saturday. Excuse me. Yes, they, she lost on Saturday. She lost the title on Saturday. She lost the title on Saturday. Um, and you know how they have the four horsewomen of the UFC, and they may actually all four of them are under contract now. Mm-hmm. Ronda on Raw, Shayna on NXT until Monday. Dun 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 dun. Um, Jessamyn Juke is training in the Performance Center, and why do I always forget the fourth woman's name? She's also at the Performance Center right now. I'm not in tune with UFC, so I wouldn't be able to tell you. Um, but I'm yeah. excited to see Baszler show up on wherever she shows up to. Uh, She's going to be on Raw. Yeah, most likely. She's going to be on Raw for sure. Um, we'll find out tomorrow night. Yeah, I guess. I mean, well, you'll find out because you'll be there. I mean, you're going to watch Raw, so. Oh, no. Marina Schaefer. That's the fourth one. Schaefer? Yeah. Jessamine, oh. Jessamine Duke or Duke and then Marina Schaefer. That's her name. Who? But yeah, well, Jessamine yeah. Duke and, and Marina Schaefer are both training <laughs> at the performance center right now. So they're they're just waiting. But yeah, no, um that's gonna be cool. That's a cool angle for them to work. Rest especially um I mean, maybe not for this year's evolution. They're not gonna have the other two. Maybe up. Mania? Maybe Mania. Maybe next year's evolution. If they make so evolution they an annualized thing, yeah. Um, next year's evolution, possibly that could work well, out. Keep doing Saudi Arabia matches. Going to have to keep doing this evolution thing <laughs> to placate the women. Uh, we'll see what happens there. We'll see. So let's move on. Yeah. Let's move on to the final match of the evening. The main event was, of course, we had a Roman Reigns versus the reigning. Defending, 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 defending. defending. <laughs> Universal, Universal champion, Brock Lesnar. And this match started off with uh, the same way. We thought so. we were going to have another super another addition to the squash, super the summer squash disqualification. Because right out the gate, we got Music hits. Superman punch. Super, oh, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. No. no, 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 you're right. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go Music go. hits. Mm-hmm. Bro! Strong man comes out. <laughs> Money in the bank briefcase in hand. Rolls on down to the ring. And he's like, listen, I want in on this. <laughs> As he's like, word for word, that's what he said. Verbatim. Not, Not exactly. He was like, listen, I know the history of this briefcase 
I am not a coward like the rest of the men that have used this this briefcase. I'm going to challenge whoever wins this match. I don't care who it is. Right after this match, I'm cashing in. So, he steps outside. Stands there with his briefcase. Bell rings. Reigns. Punch. 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 Spear. Spear one, punch. spear two, and then spear... No, was it Superman punch? No, didn't he spear him? Superman punch? He, no, he... he no, Superman right punched bat, him like four times. I think it was like two or three Superman punches off the bat. And then he went for the spears. Spear one, spear two, and then he got caught, he got caught spear with spear three. No. Spear three, Brock catches yeah. him with the guillotine. I know I said guillotine. Um, I thought he was going to catch him with an F5. I thought he was going to pull him up for the F5 and then... Well, the, the, the catch to the guillotine was actually perfect. Like, yeah, that was perfect. I almost thought he caught the third spear. And then I was like, oh, for, he caught him in the guillotine. That was pretty awesome. Interesting. But then he got out of it. And then... What, they, he put him, him in another one, one, I think. Yeah. He put him in another right guillotine. Yeah, he was a German. And yeah. then, well, uh, um, Reigns picked him up. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. And then put him in another one. And then put him in another one. Uh, Got him up again. And, you know, they did their back and forth for a few more minutes. Not long, though. Yeah, no, I mean, the match wasn't that long. Yeah. The match, the whole section, the the event was over by 11.05 or something. So much. So. What's interesting is that, like, the match wasn't long, but, so, like, the way we're describing it right now seems super quick, right? Mm -hmm. But then don't forget. Well, it was super fast paced, not for those. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was Bell go, and then Bell. And it wasn't like Brock Lesnar like wanted to walk in, dominate, and w- walk out of the ring. So, in the midst of the of the action, um, Brock is near the ropes. Roman goes to spear him through the ropes. Brock sidesteps. Roman goes through the ropes and Into hits Braun. Braun Strowman, who's outside with the briefcase. With in the his briefcase, hand. everything goes flying. Um, then Brock makes his way out at some point. He gives Braun an F5, F5 yeah. takes the briefcase, launches it Oh no, he, he smacks him with it. Yeah, Launches yeah. it. And he launches it. Gets a steel all chair. All the way up. Beats the crap out of Braun. Right. Leaves him there. Right. So now, so Braun is incapacitated. No, like, Braun is off to the side. He's not a factor. His briefcase is all the way enough to Never Neverland. So that's not getting cashed in. Um, he comes back in. Brock comes back into the ring with the chair, ready to hit Roman with it. Roman hits him with one last spear. And then, one, two, three. It's over. Finally, it's over. Brock has fallen to Roman Reigns, and after and what, the three Universal or four title years, will now have a regular appearance on Monday Night Raw. It's over. It's over. Great. Guys. Whatever. But Braun didn't get to cash in. It's fine. Yeah, I know. But. They leave him out there. They could do it tomorrow night. They could wait till the next pay-per-view. Or Braun can say, you know what, I'm not going to do it, Roman. I'm going to wait. And then whatever. There's a million ways they can do about it. All I care is that it's off of Brock. How dumb would it be? How dumb would it be if Roman cuts a promo in the the starting of Raw? Braun cashes in, wins the belt. Brock comes back, rematch clause, wins the belt. How stupid would that be? That would be the worst possible possible angle they could play. Worst possible outcome. If that happens, you then, guys can continue the podcast without me. I'm done. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just watch NXT for the rest of the right. it, that that would be six the months worst thing that ever happened in the history of anything. We'll have a fresh start. But um, I'm just glad it's over. I'm glad this Roman and Brock thing, theoretically. I mean, now it's like the devil we know, as opposed to the devil we don't. You know? I know exactly. I'd rather at least it'll be on TV. 
As ugly as the belt is. That's that was Vince's plan all along. Yeah, hate Roman. Saying. Let's give them Brock. That's what I'm or saying. Or not. <laughs> I, maybe this was his grand plan after all. Maybe he was like, you know what? It's not working. It's not working. They don't. They're like, you know what? If we make, if we do this enough times, they'll be so fed up. They'll just be like, just give it to Roman. Just do it. He's just like, you know what? You don't want to see the universal title on Bro- on Roman. You won't see the universal title at all, <laughs> <laughs> and strips it from the from the brand. I'm just glad it's over and we can move on because I'm I was tired of this Brock. I am tired of, of Brock and Roman and Broman and it's, right. It's over. But as I was saying earlier, I would like to see Balor back in the main event scene. Well, now they can. They could put him in there with Roman. Yeah, although the last time they had a match together, Brock. Went, I mean, uh, Roman went over, so I'm not crazy about that. Sure, but. Um, the possibilities are endless, my love. Roman's not the biggest guy in the company. Endless, and baby. Balor could. Uh, we have options again. It's on the. It's on the brand, week by week. Hopefully, let's see what. At happens. least we see it. Most likely. Let's see what happens starting tomorrow. I'm just happy it's over. You know what? Paul Heyman's gonna win the title, not Brock. Just I Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman's just gonna walk around with the belt. Yeah. So I mean. Let's using our general rating system. I would say, Smash. I mean, the, the pay per view as a whole, SummerSlam, was not the best, not the worst. It wasn't great, wasn't terrible. I would say somewhere right in the middle of the pack. So out of five, I'm gonna give this two point seven five Tope Con Helos. I'm gonna get a, a two point five from me. Okay. So, I was thinking about this. I like this pay-per-view quite a bit. Okay. I mean, but you also do like Spider- The Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like The Amazing Spider-Man 1. Second one's a doable <laughs> sequel. You did, you did say that The Amazing Spider-Man 2 was better than The Avengers movie? No. I said The Amazing Spider-Man 1 was better than The Avengers movie. I can't tell. Because it is. Boy. So, I was going to say this deserves a 3.5, but I was wrong. It, <laughs> this this paper definitely deserves a, like probably a three stars to me, because you know what if you if you count we're not it, we're not Dave Meltzer we don't do stars here whatever Topek on Hilo three Topek on Hilos three Francescas no we don't I don't know what Topek on Hilo Bizzle come on sure whatever get with the program what program your face is program um back to my rating. Three, three stars, three, three, two, three topes, whatever you hey, want to call it. Who cares? Right. Um, I care. Man. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna come up with my own rating system one of these days. You can't do that. I do what I want. We've already listen. You can do that on the Bizzle podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you consider the AJ Samoa Joe match the main event for yourself and stop and turn off the pay per view, I think that's fair. You'll read about Ronda winning in the headlines and. Everything else was but what? What was it? Squash, squash. Yeah, that's, that's your opinion. I mean, I know, but you had was five the, more matches after that that you have to judge that were all as the for the most part squashes. You had the Miz and Daniel Bryan right after that, right? Which is why it's getting a three and not a four yeah, or a squashy, five. Squash, squash, and then you have squash, squash, U.S. No, squash, U.S. Championship, squash, squash. Correct. The the cruiserweight belt match wasn't the worst thing in the world. No, but um, give them enough time to let them do what they want to do. Right. But, as I was saying, Cruiserweight belt match wasn't the worst thing in the world. Mm-hmm. The um, tag title matches weren't terrible either. 
They were, they were both in non-sandwich. You know, whatever. Um, Seth Rollins and Ziggler had a great match. Good match. Um, the women's match, the triple threat match was pretty great. I think if we had more clean, decisive finishes, yes, I could have given it a better rating. Yep, 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 yep. But the fact that we had these squashes and DQs, and well, yeah, all the I think th- that's but like I, I said, a, lo- that a lot of that stuff happened after the AJ's match, which is like why I'm like, you know, it really de- everything after AJ's match, everything after the WWE Championship match. D- depreciates the value of what SummerSlam was this year. I mean, but look, look on the pre-show alone, all three of them roll up or small package nonsense. That was the pre-show, yeah, yeah. Okay, second match of the night, DQ. Third match of the, I'm talking about main show now. Second match of the uh, SmackDown Tag Team Titles, DQ. Very nice match, squash. So you're already like, you're you're you're, you're halfway into your squash or DQs. Exactly, and you're talking about how like, it was after the AJ. No, we're already before even. We've just started the show. We've already got a squash and DQ back to back, and then you have the DQ from AJ and Joe, and then another squash. It's, it's but too but much squashing the, and DQing. Even if even if the DQ with Styles and Joe happened, it was a great. It was a pretty great match. It was a good. I wouldn't say a great match. It was, it was a, a very, good. Yeah. It was a very good it was match. Very what would you give it? Like a four? No. No. A four? No. That no. match alone, three, three and a half. I would say three. Sure. And uh, uh, if we're doing a Meltzer, it's a three. Yeah, maybe, for sure. Maybe a two. For sure. If, like, we're, if we're going Meltzer, it. for sure it's a three. But it's not. Um, uh, I don't know. A great match. You're. It was good. It was. Go- it was really good. It was enjoyable. Sans finish. It was enjoyable. But again, to me, there was nothing. Like I felt like they were so scared to do anything that they did nothing. The three kickoff show matches, nothing was decisive. The DQ, they, they didn't do anything with that. Okay, so I, I, don't, I don't mean to interrupt you, but Go ahead. these are the matches that could have sh- that went the right way. The the Rome the Braun um, KO match, okay. the squash, that works. Yeah. The yeah. Rousey Bliss squash works. that works. The Balor Corbin squash does not work. Is it effective? Sure. But they did not need to. They didn't need a squash match. They, they could have had. Have to be on the, the, the match doesn't have to be on the card first and foremost. Mm. Um, AJ and Joe didn't have to end in a DQ. It did. Um, the new day, the SmackDown Tag Team Championship had no reason to be a DQ. No, there was no reason why it had to be a DQ. Why? Because we're trying to keep who's strong for what. The New Day are pretty much invincible at this point. Well, they can lose every match from here until Kingdom Come, and they still be the New Day. Like it's sure, fine. but that match just didn't need to be on the card. Well, you have to. It's, it's a, a, a SummerSlam. They it's have a, a tournament for this. They have. This has to be on the card. Mm. No matter what, this has to be. There. I also don't think this tag team divisions. Well, both tag team divisions are lacking because the, the WWE doesn't know how to treat their tag team divisions. Well, but that's neither here nor there. Right, but it's. Like it, said, it was too many DQs and too many like non-decisive finishes for me to give it anything higher than a three point seven. Even even the the, the two point seven five. I'm just like eh, I don't know anymore. Yeah, I, I'm I'm seriously considering my uh, like 2.5 to go to 2.25. No, it's not that bad of a card. We've had bad cards You're this right. year. And that's Backlash the only reason was why bad. I'm keeping it up there. But these these finishes, they just really they took and away from, sit, the, from the show. You sit down, you think about it, you digest it. You're like, you know what? What I told you, a finish like the Gargano match uh, yet yeah, on Saturday night. So the finish really helps bring the match together. If yeah. the 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 finish is bad. The match will be left with you know it's like a it's like a fart in church. <laughs> Everybody's offended. I mean, look, 
uh, the finish will definitely leave a bad taste in your mouth. Like, it is what it is. If the finish is not good, it's going to ruin how you enjoyed the rest of the match. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of my overall outlook on the whole night, was these finishes for all of these matches left a bad taste. If, if I, in a vacuum, each match, like, if we got rid of the endings, the finishes, I would probably be on more on board with this pay-per-view. But the finishes were just too, too many DQs, too many non-decisive finishes, too many squashes, just... I wasn't a I wasn't a, a, a fan of how they decided to book the ending to these matches. The the stuff I saw itself, not terrible. We've seen worse. We've seen worse on longer pay per views. We've seen worse on shorter pay per views. So, not bad. Just I, I can't give it higher than a two seven five. Well, that's our view on that's it. That's just me personally. Yeah, that's our view on it. Let's see how the WWE books it in the next couple of months. Yeah. Um, I think even with some of these DQs, it works out. It will work out for them in the end. Almost, like, I think the AJ Joe DQ makes, makes the most sense. Yeah, that DQ I'm cool with because of what it'll mean mm -hmm. moving forward. And um, you know, at that, it's whatever. But um, we have Survivor Series in two and a half months. Something like that. We got Raw and SmackDown. I mean, you guys are gonna be at Raw and SmackDown tomorrow night. Yep. Uh, and, and Tuesday we have night. plans to be at Evolution, hopefully. And then. We well, I'll be at Evolution for sure. Yep. Um, we gotta get the tickets first. Well, yeah. So, uh, let's not look too far ahead. We know we we're going. Let's look into Raw and SmackDown because yeah. this is a very important Raw and SmackDown. Yep. We yep. may have call-ups. We may not have call-ups. Um, I don't think they're doing a superstar shakeup, not yet, but eventually, uh, hopefully soon they do. Um, I think we'll see Baszler tomorrow night for sure. Yes. That's my opinion. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was high. You know what? I'll save it for, uh, for, for the recap. Yeah? Um, yeah. Okay. For the week? Yeah. For, the, okay. for, our, for our first weekly yeah. episode. Weekly episode. Yep. Don't forget about that, guys. It should be up this week. So, before we uh, wrap up, I mean, that was SummerSlam 2018. Um, super Squash 2018. Our Super Squash DQ, whatever. Super Summer Squash. Featuring notification. Um... So our predictions, this is how we ended up. Um, between the three of us, Matt finished 9-4. and four. Whoop, whoop. I finished 8-5. and five. And uh, Mine was miserable. Shades yeah. maybe needs to not... Step it up, bud. Yeah, I don't know what happened there, but you finished I, I used to, I used too much... Like, logic. What do you always tell me? Don't too use your logic. logic. Use WWE logic. And Jeremy ended 3-10. and 10. If I stuck with my gut... I would have been five and seven. Yeah. I mean, you still would have finished last. <laughs> um, still would have been a miserable. Still would have been miserable. Uh, a miserable five and seven. I'm happy with my my call for the weekend. Nine four. Whatever hey, nine and four. I was Whatever. nine and four. Nine and four tonight. Really? Yeah, bro. You just said whoop whoop when he said nine and four. Are you kidding? Whatever. Me? Matt doesn't. Listen. I was just thinking about. Doesn't even know his own name. What's my name? Fizzle. Double Z double E. Um, no, I was thinking about uh, between this and NXT, I had five losses a weekend. So I'm happy well, with that. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was our recap and review of WWE's SummerSlam 2018. Um, thank you all for listening. Do not forget 
this Wednesday, our first ever weekly, weekly episode. episode. We hope yeah, to have music. more news for you coming soon. Um, maybe some we have some some big things in the work for the channel for our podcast. Hopefully, things pan out. Um, but until then, thank you all for listening. We'll catch you guys on Wednesday. As always, I've been William. I'm Drained. And I'm Maddie Bezel. Double Z, double E. Check us. SoundCloud.com slash grapples. Two apples. That's number two. Apples. Mm-hmm. Um, Facebook.com slash grapples, grapples to apples. We will see you soon. We'll be back here next week or later this week. Thanks, guys, for listening. Catch you guys next time. Peace and love.